those guys. How do you reach out to them? It's Eddie Brock and Peter Parker And we go rock black till they make something darker And we back to building inside the Baxter building Private location, there's no hibernation No Michael Myers or Jason Your Highness the Great One took the head off the lives the brave ones Lord of the underground, dumb in the mouth With the crowd of a hundred thou bow to the sound The archangel sing, the God's name will ring Frontliners upon us, what made him king INS do it to death, like the rulers Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the I Want More Comics podcast. I'm Richie. I'm Sean. I'm Zach. I beat you. <laughs> I beat him. All right, we're back. So we're gonna we're gonna pretend like we didn't miss a week. Uh, we uh, we are trying to survive the, that what is the sickness of 2017. Uh, Sean's <laughs> just getting over it. Zach sort was <laughs> devastated by it, and I'm still in the clear so far. So I'm I in your mouth. It'll happen. I'm I survived the zombie apocalypse. I'm the mama bird, and you're the baby bird. I'm <laughs> coughing in your mouth. That does not sound good. So why don't we get started off with our news? section excellent Uh, so we actually have a couple things to talk about Uh, (laughs) we have our one thing that we want to talk about in the world of comics but there's a couple things we want to talk about in uh, the store here yeah let's do it the first thing that uh, we want to announce is if you see watched our Facebook page Mm -hmm. we are starting up and I want more comics book club right so we're going to be meeting on the last Thursday of every month except for the start of it except for the start of it which is going to be March 2nd yes because it's kind of crazy but it's a five week month so yeah uh and basically it kind of breaks down to you don't have to pay anything if you have not read the book you can come in and you can buy the trade paperback the uh trade paperback for non-hold slot members will be 25 percent off uh, for hold slot members it'll be 30 percent off mm-hmm. and you can come in we're going to be meeting 6 30 p.m to 7 30 p.m uh, on those nights okay uh, so watch the facebook page for that as as well and we're just going to talk about the book we're going to try and pick things that people haven't read a lot of uh, so we're going to try and steer clear of just the mainstream uh things right uh, so as an example the very first one we're going to be doing is we three yes. by graham morrison and frank quietly Excellent book. Yeah, which yeah. Sean has told me like told me several times I have to read and I haven't. So Very good. It's a great time to get that it's under because the belt. You saw. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think so. it's a great idea. It allows it gives people a purpose to read a comic, which I, I know a lot of people actually need. Just a little force of like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to you know yes. talk about this in the month, so let's read it. Yep. So I know a few people that are already jumping on board. Yep. I think it's going to be a great time. Come down. It's mm-hmm. March second. Read We Three. Uh, we're gonna have copies available here at the store. Yep. You can find it anywhere if you already have it. Borrow it from yep. a friend. Yep. And from and from now until March second, uh, twenty seventeen. Yep. The book will be available on that discount. Yes, for you listening in 2019. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You, you can't come in and get that future. deal. Sorry. Future you doesn't get the deal. <laughs> exactly. <past you. laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, come on in. We're going to have, uh, I believe it's a $15 trade. So if you do the math, you're going to get it for a pretty good discount there. Yeah, it's there. pretty good, yeah. It's a fantastic book, and people should check it out. Absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by the book. I, I gazed through it. I've... It'll give you the feels. It will. It's really good. I love it. I just can't wait. So 
Be there March second, six thirty. Yep, and check check out our Facebook. We're gonna yeah. always have uh, updates. We'll also have it on the website too. Yep, so. exactly. Uh, and then also, uh, we're not ready to fully announce this yet, but come back for our next couple of podcasts. We're gonna be talking about Exo Manowar number oh, no. one. It's more valiant. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> more valiant. More <laughs> valiant. What was that? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, getting that sickness. That's right. Let me cough in your mouth. It'll, no, it'll be complete. No, no. <laughs> so so we'll be it'll announcing be more of that later. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. And then to, oh God, to tie so it into Back in. today's... Back in. Yes. Okay. Uh, the artwork on that looks amazing. But <laughs> It does look amazing. They should just do straight up pencils in my way. It's oh, really, God, great. Right? really great. Goddamn awesome. Uh, and to tie it in with today's episode, they just announced mm. that Star Wars and Dr. Aphra are going to be doing a crossover together mm-hmm. called the Screaming Citadel. Awesome. Uh, the There's going to be a one shot that comes screaming out. Or streaming? Screaming. Okay. Screaming. Screaming. For whatever reason, my brain said streaming. I'm like, well, that is either one. Either one that you'd like. <laughs> uh, Mark Chichetto is going to be doing the um, art on that. It's going to be there's going to be a one shot called the Screaming Citadel, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go in between uh, Doctor Aphra and Star Wars. So looks great. I'm super stoked about it. I still have not been bored at all from anything Star Wars that Marvel has put out. So yep, which which we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So that seems good for the news. Why don't we move on right to our picks of the week? Excellent. So, do you want to go first? I'll start so we have some separation, I guess. Um, (laughs) My pick of the week is actually Star Wars Darth Maul. Excellent. Uh, It was really hyped, and it was really important, and Mm -hmm. it delivered. I I feel like it just... It pushed. It's different. It feels different from Darth Vader, which Mm -hmm. I was hoping it would. Um, I'm totally going to piggyback on yours, too. Yeah, that's fine. But Darth Maul was... To me, it was written brilliantly, and yep. it was it's very aggressive and very dark side oriented, and you kind of follow an impatient Sith. Sure. That is Darth Maul, and I did, like that. Did you read, ever read Shadowhunter? Uh, it was a the, novel. It was an extended yeah, universe. Yeah, I've Star heard about Wars this novel. novel. I've not read it, but it's I've heard about really it. It's really good. It's a Darth so Maul you, novel. If you, right? Yeah, so right. you've never read it, it's all pretty... Is he like hunting people in like a city or something? It's sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really good book. And th- actually, this comic book took me back to that. Okay. It made me. It reminded me of that book and made me go, oh yeah, this is like so cool. This is like this book. And oh, I yeah. really dug it for that mm-hmm. reason. Well, and... And I know that's not supposed to be canon anymore. Right. Well, but well, the extended as they universe said, stuff is Star Wars. They still print the book. You can still get it on Kindle and read it. So you can still read it. It's a good still, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as we talked about many times throughout, through um, mm-hmm. can't remember who wrote it. Uh, Colin Bunn. Thank you. And then it's going to be um, Luke Ross, who did the art, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Uh, gonna we're going to talk about the comic, and I was like, oh wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're so out. so, and that's we another thing. And that's, it. that's another thing that I thought was crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's it's kind of the reason why we wanted to talk. But we'll talk about more in spinning the racks. Right. But but we sold so many Darth Mauls. It was crazy. I know people couldn't get the regulars because we sold out of it, because so they we started sold out buying all the variants. Yeah. I actually thought we ordered maybe too many. I was <laughs> like, we may have some on the shelf for a while. And then I come in. I came in on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, what happened to our Darth Mauls? Like, <laughs> they get gone. damaged? Someone they're, dropped yep, them? Yep, <laughs> yeah, they're, no. they're gone. But anyway, um, I mean, I will just say that I agree with you. It's... Uh, Darth Maul's been awesome in the Clone Wars and Rebels, and this is a five-issue miniseries that just continues to show that he's a great character that was invented, and, and they're the doing u- something cool. The uniqueness of this universe is how different the story is for Darth Maul, 
but how consistent the story has been for the Emperor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. again, you see the Emperor in this situation dealing with an apprentice in a different situation. Oh, yeah. But it still feels like the same one from Darth Vader series mm-hmm. that that is acting like, I know what you're doing, but go ahead and pretend like I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And it just feels like a good master manipulator. Oh, yeah. And I... I'm telling you, with the for all those all the people that like the dark side and more vicious part of the dark side, then Darth Maul's gonna deliver yes. on Well, and then not to give away spoilers, but one of the things that I really love about these comic books and what they're doing is that they're tying it all in together. Correct. There's there's they're not going, Oh, we're not gonna talk about the Clone Wars era. Mm-hmm. This Darth Maul takes place before the Phantom Menace. Right. They did um Obi Wan and uh Anakin, which we'll talk about, uh, that took place during the Clone Wars. Right. They're doing stuff that takes place during the Force Awakens time. So, and there's some, all over the place. There's yeah. some there's some creatures that show up in Darth Maul uh-huh. that were in the Force Awakens. Correct. Which is great. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. So. so that's my pick. Excellent. And that's yours as well, Sean. Yeah. It was all, yeah. 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 And, and and I would pick that as well, but I wanted to do something a little different. Right. Because uh, I also thought that. Nova number three from last week uh, was fantastic. Yeah, you and you and one of our other co-hosts yep. on love fest. Yes, yeah. so man. so I mean, you're telling me I need to read this because it, it'll bring back the Richard Ryder. It's really it's it's just, it's really know. good. <laughs> I, I and I I will tell the honest truth here about this story. I picked up the yeah. first one because I like Nova and I like the Guardians of the Galaxy and I love that sort of thing. Number two comes out. I did not pick it up because I said I need to read number one, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to pick up any others. Our friend uh, Don, who's a huge Nova fan, and you know he's always talked about the Guardians of the Galaxy and things. He said, "No, Zach, this is really, really good." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, you know, okay, I'll check it out." Because no, you have to read it. He made me read two pages from the issue, issue number two, and I was hooked. From that point, from that up point out. So I read one and two, and I've been dying to get my hands on three. And and I love it. I think that the person um, who writes this, somebody who I've, who I've actually never heard of before, read the Admin and Landing stuff. Uh, he is yeah Jeff Jeff Loveness. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he loves the Admin and Landing stuff. He understands the whole cosmic. There's two of them and Ramon Perez. Yeah, he's the artist as as well. Yeah. So he's co-writing. So he's kind of co-writing. co-writing. Okay. Yeah. But this is going to harken back to. Uh, the old Abnett and Landing stuff that you love, Nowhere, um, some of that humor, some of that uh, fun action. Uh-huh. But also, as a comparison, Don and I and some other people have been talking about that it's kind of like Green Lantern. Sam Alexander is now the Kyle Rayner of the Marvel Universe, and Rich Ryder is the Hal Jordan. Right. And this time... I don't like the kid at all. That they, uh, That's why I have such a hard time reading this. No, no, the, the kid, the kid. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of the kid either until I started reading this. This and Champions, the way they they kind of uh, they kind of made him older and they made him more. I don't know, kind of Kylo Rayner-ish. So, yeah. Uh, if you like cosmic stuff, if you like the Advent and Lanning, I would I would highly recommend reading this. Uh, the, my. The artwork on it for me is not my favorite, right. but I think the story is super strong on it, and uh, I think that if you like this sort of cosmic Guardians of the Galaxy Nova, y- you'll dig it. I mean, on the very front cover, it's not a spoiler, it's Cosmo right. from the Admin Landing stuff. Right. 
So as a fan of that and was missing that when they went to Sam Alexander and they tried to do the he's the only Nova left and they wanted to go a completely different route than Abnett and Lanning, I really kind of took a back seat and said, I miss my old Abnett and Lanning stuff. Right. This is a mixture of the two. Right. And it's nice to see some legacy stuff in Marvel Universe. Yes. I'll, I'll eat that up as quickly as I can. Exactly. There's so little of it. So. It's, it's very, it's very, I mean, it's hard to not compare, but it's very Green Lantern-ish. Right. It's the old with the new trying to figure out the cosmic right. justice. So, Awesome. Great picks. Well, that, that will move us in right into our uh, Spinning the Racks. Spinning the Racks. Spinning the Racks. And today's topic is going to be about Star Wars. Star Wars comics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Star Wars comics. So Star Wars and comics in general have kind of been one-on-one one for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know, like... That it was Dark Horse, right? That, or no, it was the original was Marvel. Marvel. Well, Marvel was the original, right. and they had it when the movie came. Well, a little bit after the movie came out. Yep. Which one had that awesome Wookiee illustration that was just terrible? Was that Marvel? Uh, it's awesome probably. It's, I, th- I think it's gonna yeah. be. I think it's gonna be Marvel. But but yeah, they in Marvel Comics they did the um, adaptation of New Hope. They did an adaptation of. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi, those were all coming out. Right. Uh, you can actually find some I'm old. Um, you, you can find some of the old, uh, the first couple issues of Star Wars mm-hmm. in the letters columns. People talking about um, how cool it would be if uh, Luke and Leia get married and they have kids <laughs> and they do all this. It's really cool stuff. That but yeah, is. it goes all the way back to there. I mean, so like it is a movie phenomenon, but it's also part of our geek culture. And I yeah. thought that. A lot of people have been coming into the store and just asking, you know, what's... I hear that there's a Star Wars comic and it's pretty good. And, well, yeah. And well, it's almost... Especially with the well, new Dar- Darth Dar- Maul. This is, this is kind of why we brought it up is because so many people came in and said, oh, I'm going to give the Star Maul a shot. But, you know, I don't know if it's going to be good or if the other ones were going to be good. Right. Well, and we're I mean, like, you have It's almost has been like... Because if you... I don't know if you've run into it over the last week, but I've had multiple people coming in looking for the old Dark Horse stuff, too, oh, recently. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Which I, I found really interesting. Time, I was like, oh, okay, so you're, <laughs> you're people, back to stuff that's wickedly out of print now, and <laughs> yeah, all right, well, good on you, bro. I've had I've had people come in and go, oh, hey, I guess I should start reading this Marvel stuff, yeah, because of Darth Maul or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is. But there's so many people that that you know we've said. Oh no, Darth Maul's gonna be good because all of it's been good. And they go, really? Has it really all been good? Yeah, has it really? <laughs> and we're yeah. like, yes, yeah, it actually <laughs> has. The been. the worst thing that Marvel has done has still been really good. Yeah, yeah. So it's absolutely true. I so, mean, instead of being amazing, it was good. So I mean, that's <laughs> so. Real quick, I want to work our way up to where this, we are. Yeah. So okay. let's start at the beginning. Yep. If Marvel does adaptations of the movie. Yeah. That kind of branches out into. Well, they also did a slight run too. Oh. The, they, they, went did, they did adaptations and it went for was it like side stories and stuff oh yeah yeah. yeah. I mean it was stuff taking place around and right. it was like any, any was, like the same kind of thing they did with G.I. Joe and Transformers yes. at the time yeah. where it was just yep. taking and some of the places they went had no bearing on yeah. the movies or anything <laughs> at all. that mattered right. so you're like they uh, I, I'm blanking on the character and Sean Jensen if he's listening right now is yelling at his <laughs> pa, at his <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, but th- there was a green bunny that was part of the Marvel Star Wars universe. There's awesome. a whole character that has never been seen from again, uh, you know, in the actual comics. 
But but they introduced him That's in the amazing. Marvel ones. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna come up in a movie you watch. At least hey, the last maybe Jedi. Possible. That, oh man, so they take that now. When does it get to Dark Horse? Then that's going to be the early nineties, right? In yeah, the, Dark Horse because Marvel let the rights lapse, and basically what happens in any kind of property like this, if you let, uh, if you don't do anything with the property, sure, it, yep. it returns to almost public domain. Well, kind so of. It's not really public domain because that's different right. a little bit, but basically anybody can opt for the rights. For okay. it, so you if you're if you're not using it, and then it kind of squeaks back to where oh well you haven't used it in five years and it's lapsed your your period where you can actually do anything with it to retain the rights. So I'm going to take it and I'm going to do something with it now. It's my right. property. Sure. Well, and 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 with Lucas, you have to go directly well, to him and say, hey, well, yes. can I do this? By so, the way. so so there was a time that most Star Wars fans called the dark time, mm-hmm. and that was when after Return of the Jedi. And a couple years after that, nothing happened. <coughs> right. Couple novels came out in the early nineties. Yeah, nothing, Star Wars was nothing, like a legacy to me uh, yeah, when in, I was a kid. Yeah. It was like it wasn't. Oh my god, it's coming well, it was, out! Or it oh my all, god, it just le- no. It was, it was all real time for me. It was yeah, just so. like a. It was in the just early, like a, in the, oh that movie in the, the early nineties. Really this is in comic books, but Timothy Zahn's *Heir to the Empire* books uh-huh. were the things that reignited geek culture for Star Wars because up to then you had nothing no comic books no video games nothing but then it started slowly going back and Dark Horse went and got the rights from Lucas Uh and they had it for a long, long time. Yeah, and Dark Horse did not worry about the property. Or they well, they splattered it. Everywhere. They 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 well, went no, to. They, they touched on a bunch of different. They did time frames. Right, bunch Nights of different. The they just went like, but they were they were basically like, well, what happens if we? Because they did. I actually like their Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, I, I love it. it. And yeah, I thought it they, was great. They, they did tons of. They, so they, did they stuff went thousands, eight, of years thousands of years in the past. They did stuff that was a thousand years in the future. future. They did stuff centered around side characters you probably never even heard of. Right. Yes. You know, I mean, they brought everything into play. Mm-hmm. So. Somebody brought it up really well, though, because, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it, but uh, I tried to read some of those Dark Horse things, and I wasn't the hugest fan of them, because, and somebody said this perfectly, one of our customers who who has bought every single Star Wars comic uh, and has a complete run of everything, mm-hmm. said they were going for more of the science fiction than the... Than the um, uh, than than tying it in with the movies and that kind of universe. Correct. They, yeah. they they were going. Oh, this is a science fiction property. So let's have these different aliens and you know telepathy and weird stuff that you get in a science fiction novel. They mm-hmm. just put it into Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, which you know there's still kind of some some constraints there. Well, so but. I think the Dark Horse was true to the fact that they were feeding the endless pit that oh, was sure. our consumption of yes, Star Wars. Yes. Like, they were just giving us everything yep. we possibly could. Yep, yep. I, I picked a random spot in Dark Horse and just ran with it because oh, I was no, like, I, I want to read some, some Star Wars. That's all I wanted to do. And Well, they did some excellent stories. Well, they did Great. some cool yeah. stuff, yeah. No, they like, did was some it cool the stuff. Vader one-shot purge? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they did There was a nice Darth Maul yes. miniseries in there. There was... There, sure. Then they did the comedy end of it with uh, the two droids. Um... But they also did a little, was it Tag and Bink? Right. Was another comedy spinoff. That sounds right, yeah, Tag and But, Bink. like, yeah. I mean, they yeah. did so many different things. Sure. Dark Horse was just, all right, let's try this, let's yeah. try yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Oh, they tried a lot of different things, <clears throat> yes. And and I enjoyed a lot of them. Um, but I would say that if there was one critique, it was, there was so much of it. Yes. It yes. was, like, is it 
Jensen that has all of it? Uh, well, there's a couple people okay. that actually have all I of it. I can't imagine what the, that collection oh, looks yeah. like. Well, yeah, there's a couple people who have just tons well, of For a while, I had most of it, too. That's crazy. I ended up selling a lot of it. Yeah. No, and, and, so. and huh. you know, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but one of the reasons why I never fully jumped into Star Wars fandom until Disney bought was because there was so much. Right. Um, people went, oh, there's about, you know, 200 novels, and there's about yeah, a thousand the no- comic the books. Are, uh, no, I know. You don't but, have to read all the novels. No, you don't have to, but but it's one of those things where jumping into it, and people go, you got to read these three books on Han Solo, and these three books on Darth Maul, and, you know, well, and you're these, like, whoa. I remember something about the novels being more, like, fan fiction until it got to Lucas, and then sort Lucas kind of, kinda like, was like, okay, yeah, that on the writer is good. That, it depends on the writer that wrote Okay. Because I remember there were some that were really good, and people would like petition to Lucas to make it part of the universe. Or am I crazy? Everything had to be approved by him. Right. So, so anything that happened, he approved. But he, but he always said that like novels and things like that weren't canon until he officially made them into a movie or a TV show or something. Right. So he, so he. So he would hear about what they did, and they, he would say, yeah, fine, publish that. But that he wasn't concerned with canon like we are nowadays. Right. Uh, that was one of the things, too, is that for that's a while That's there, one of the things Marvel's definitely jumped on. Oh, right. Well, and Disney. Yeah. yeah. When, they, when, they, when they just brought it down to the main property of the movies and the Clone Wars. Everything else is called Legacy? It's uh, yeah. Legends. It? Legends. Legends. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and George Lucas, he wasn't in one of the books... Um, Chewbacca dies in by burning into a sun, saving Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon. And then in another book, he's fine. Well, which one's canon? They didn't care at that time. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, there's one from the extended universe books. There's one character. God, I want him to show up in the movie somewhere. Who is it? Prince Zizor. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's like XI. When it comes to the Star Wars names, just say it the way you want. That's right. Yeah, I always thought it was Zizor. But he was awesome. He was supposed to be like the Emperor's, like hey. Vader's the right hand. He's the criminal Empire left hand. Mm. And he is as hey, every man, bit as evil have, as Vader was in have, his own uh, way. It was so have, good. We have uh, uh, Thrawn yeah. right now. That's Correct. great. Th- Thrawn's great. And Doctor uh, and, uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah great, so, good stuff. But we're good. So we, we slide in. <laughs> yeah. So we slide off. And I will say that, that I did feel that when I was reading those comics as well. It was like, these are nice, but. I don't feel any connection to what's actually the movies or what you know. Sometimes it felt universe? like sometimes it felt like really cool science fiction stories with lightsabers. That's it. Yeah. And and you're like, okay, but where's the Star Wars? But, well, yeah. How, why am I not connecting? Connecting. It, you know? yes, yes. Like when I read a Batman comic, you and I read massive continuity comics. You know, yes, with yes. huge, overarching people dying, coming back to life, sons, children. You know. So, gotcha. so we're used to reading stuff that is very drastic, but still has that that sure, thin has that line pull. of connection, mm-hmm. you know. And yes. that I, it was severed for me when I read Dark Horse. Yeah. I never read those and then watched the movie and went, "Oh man, wouldn't it be great?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now flip to a big license taboo, and Lucas sells to Disney. Lucas sells to Disney. Uh, Disney owns Marvel. Disney. Just happens to own Marvel at the same yep. time. So, so <laughs> and everything else. And everything it. else, part of my soul. <laughs> so when they did that, they uh, told Dark Horse, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, you're in the next I year." I actually want to like pitch a Disney tax to where we just give them 
half our paycheck, this, and they just I just take whatever I want. The, they give us what, yeah. It feels like that's happening anyway. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so, so Dark Horse had the license for one year mm-hmm. after Disney acquired. Uh, uh, Lucasfilm. Yep. And then they said, hey, just so you know, we're not going to re-up with you. Marvel's going to be putting out, because we don't Big have surprise. to pay. <laughs> we don't have to pay, you know, right. uh, and, or do any of that kind of stuff. Correct. So, so they started. But uh, then they do something drastic, and they say, they well, just yeah. completely wipe the dreams of everybody they said that, they said that They said that the six movies, the Clone Wars TV show, the uh, Darth Maul Sons of uh, Do- uh, Dothmir miniseries that was so awesome. uh, that is canon right everything else is not canon anymore fun stories yeah they're fun <laughs> stories that you can enjoy yes uh, Excellent. nothing in nothing in the comic books nothing Dark Horse nothing Marvel uh, nothing like it's just just that right and that's I, a ground level so now now I'm aware of the comic scene at this point and it is a lot of people are ticked sure like when that was first announced yep. I remember us me coming in the store and talking about like oh those are all crap now right like those stories don't exist and what are they gonna do well everybody was severely dumping on Dark Horse when it went down I yeah mean, they were they were they had no interest in anything like the last little <laughs> the bit the moment Dark Horse they did, said that they didn't nobody was buying their comics the comics and that's died. why I said it's really interesting that people are coming in now right. yeah. and searching for yeah. old Dark Horse stuff I, right. they're like do you have this do you have this do you have this I'm like yeah it was all well, Dark Horse well, stuff so they go well do you have it I'm like uh, I don't no. think so <laughs> Marvel is hard re- to find now. <laughs> Marvel is reprinting that stuff, but they're doing it very slowly. Right. Very, very, very slowly. slowly. Yes, <laughs> yes. But they've only done a couple. They've done yeah, a couple of big omnibus books. Yeah. My point being is that like it's it's it was interesting. It was the first time I've seen a whole published just completely be not only taken down but then also removed from continuity. Like then none of that exists. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that I think DC did that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> like somebody that grew up on Dark Horse comics was like, and then no, none of that. Sure. Walk away, kid. <laughs> sure. So well, and and again, but I understand why Disney and Lucasfilm did that, right? Because well, it's easier to wipe the slate clean and start with the Tabler Rosa than it yeah, is. To well, just yeah, and to and to build, jump into some quagmire. And and, and 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 the thing that they're doing now, which I love, which is one of the reasons why I've become, um, I probably will say three times a Star Wars fan than when I was growing up. I'm a witness to it. Is is. <laughs> You're like, you're it, Is that they can build slowly off of things, and like you said, they can have some more meaning. Right. Before, it was way too unruly. If somebody came in and said, hey, I really am enjoying this, I really like the movies, what, do you, what should I read? Yeah. Back then, it's like, well, you could do Knights of the Old Republic. This takes place thousands of years before <laughs> the movies. You could read this miniseries, or you could read the Clone Wars. Uh, there's the kid the version. There's the kid version, yeah. <laughs> or there's the adult version of the Clone Wars stuff. You know, and and honestly, for someone like me, I was like, oh, I love these movies, but that's that's as far as it's going to go for me because right. I can't jump in and read all thousand. Right. Dark Horse comic books, Correct. but the way they do it now, you you, you know, could if you were a doer, if you were a doer. <laughs> but now there's so much uh, uh, things that are connected now with the comic books and the TV show. You sit there and you go, uh, spoilers, I guess, for anybody who has seen Rogue One. But some people in Rebels show up in, right in in the movie. How cool is that? Yeah. The the people who watch it with their kids go, oh look, there's Chopper, mm-hmm. and then see him in there. 
That's great. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. That's, yeah, that's and, fun. And that that is one thing that Disney knows is once you have us on the hook, we'll follow the path because yes. it's a great story and it means something. Continuity means something, and I think they nailed it on this. So now Disney and Marvel own Star Wars, and they start putting out Star Wars comics. So yes. what is your first of all? Tell me what you thought it was gonna be, and then after you read the first few, what it actually was. Well, so. I like I said when when they said they were gonna do a new Star Wars comic book, it was gonna take place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Well, which was interesting because Brian Wood just had done the yeah finished up his run in Star Wars and Dark Horse. That yes. was like one of the last things they did, and that kind of was almost insane. it was kind of in the, in the same place. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't know what to expect because right. of the Dark Horse stuff. I was right. I was like, how connected is this going to be to the movies? They kept saying, oh, it's going to be connected. You're going to find out when Darth Vader finds out or, that. You knew somebody was in like in an office somewhere biting their nails off their hands, <laughs> trying to make sure all this was going to go smoothly yes. so fans didn't come and lynch them. Right. Sure. You sure. knew that there was people behind the scenes sure. going, this has to be awesome. It, it has huge, to be. It's a huge property. And yes. it ha- yeah, you can't come out. We just spent Mediocre. billions of dollars on this thing. <laughs> yep. It has to be perfect. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't just come out and your pull list at a comic book shop cannot be ten people. Right, right. <laughs> For this book, uh, which it wasn't. We ordered five hundred copies mm-hmm. because uh, people were wanting the variants. Yeah. We sold all the variants, mm-hmm. and we sold through a lot of the issues. A yeah. lot of them, probably we sold a couple hundred most of them. Yeah. Actually, we don't really have a lot. That's of That's a crazy amount. Yes. That is a crazy amount. Yes. And. Uh, and the artwork from the beginning, from uh, oh, who's the artist? It was Cassidy. Was it Cassidy? Yeah, I know he was it doing was, the covers. It was Jason Aaron, and um, yeah, he did he did a little bit of the, the first couple issues, mm-hmm. and and it was awesome because it tied right into a new hope. <coughs> I mean, just from the way that they they figured out how to do the cover pages, uh-huh. just like the um, opening of the movies. Mm-hmm. It's, I I yeah. didn't even think of. That. But also with the Dark Horse versus the Marvel, I think one of the one of the things that helps with the continuity or the the pull that drives towards that line is likeness. Yeah. You know, and one of one of the harder things I find, especially because like following TV series to comic books or or video games to comic books, yeah, is how how. When I'm looking at it, is it pulling me in the same way the previous medium did? Yes. And Star Wars is tough, man. It's hard for me to look at an illustration of Mark Hamill and go, oh, Luke. Yeah. You know? (laughs) I'm like, all right. Oh, Luke. (laughs) But But they did it. They did it. They did it. And it looks good, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, even even when they're not super realistic, they're... Sure. They're not, you know, going Alex Ross with this. No, They're... no. They they figured out a way for all of their books, for all the Star mm-hmm. Wars books, to feel like Star Wars. And that's another thing that I'm, you know, I'm jumping the gun here. But, yeah, <laughs> but when you go to Dr. <laughs> Afra, mm-hmm. people say, well, she's not an... Jesus, you're really... Well, she's not... A little bit of a leap. She's not... She's not... She's a character that they just made up for the comics. Uh-huh. She's not in the movies. She's not been in any TV shows. You know... Is that going to be Star Wars? Is that going to feel Star Wars? And, you know, sometimes in the past, you go, oh, no. But the way that they've done it, Marvel has figured out how to make it all feel like Star Wars. Right. So. Well, and I think that they approach these situations like, and we're, we are jumping the gun there, uh, but they approach the situations like, would this work in the film? Yeah. Could it happen in the film? Yes. We can make a lot of things happen in a comic book that you wouldn't actually be able to pull off in 
the the big screen media but in so so I think that they kind of restrict themselves to keeping it um, epic on a comic book level but uh, anchored to the reality of the film itself no. so in a perfect world you can splice the two sure and I think that they've done a great job at, at, at driving that direction yep and with throughout any any issue they've done mm-hmm. um, so you're pleased with the release of Star Wars and you're on board yeah yeah after I read that I said hey I think I could get on board with this and you know of course I'll continue to read this what about you Sean um, I definitely didn't know what to expect either. Right. When I jumped on, and I mean, I'd fallen off a couple of the books because uh, it was the one about the young kid um, who was like one of the last Jedi's yes. back in yeah, that oh, time Kanan. with the. Is that it? Yeah, Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. So I read the first I little bit Kanan. of that. It's Kanan. And kind of dropped off that one for whatever reason. I yep. think it's because I'm really bad at keeping up on the stuff sometimes. Right. But well, yeah. But I read pretty much wow. everything else, I think, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, I, I fell it. off that one, and I didn't read the um, Anakin one. Oh. Yeah. And Anakin. I hadn't read that one at all. And Anakin Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan. <clears throat> yeah. I love Obi-Wan, and... Uh, I read a few of those issues, but it wasn't my flavor. And I well, I plan on reading it. Yeah. I just haven't read it yet. Yeah. So, I, but I having, just read so much Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Mark... Chichetto, his art. It was excellent. Fantastic. So, and again, and I think I'm one of those people who I don't think that. This would be funny to you. I don't think I have a favorite Star Wars character. I don't know if I. I, Yeah, I don't know. That's hard to just pick, but I know that he is. Anytime when people say they want to do an Obi Wan Kenobi movie, Mm -hmm. absolutely take my money. Give me two seats, actually. But, uh, um. So, you know what's great is that they they dive into this, um, these, uh, titles yes. with all these titles um, what I enjoy about it is all the titles that we just said are done yeah yeah well you a lot of them are miniseries complete yeah, oh, yeah. Well, the Obi-Wan doing, and like they, the Obi-Wan and Anakin was five issues was the five issues I mean the Princess Leia one was five, five issues. issues the uh, one of the best if we're gonna go through it is uh, the Lando oh Lando, the Lando one. five issue so many people gloss that one really gets glossed over yeah people go oh it's just Lando who no there's so much dark side <laughs> Sith history in that yeah. like a lot mm-hmm. is really good I really like that one but this is what I'm talking about is how great they were at picking and they and they really use the characters mm-hmm. and so now I want to get into what well, yeah because Lando felt like a Lando book it totally felt like a Lando book didn't it <laughs> but you yes. were talking about the characters yeah. Yeah. Feel, yeah. they no. feels like those characters it totally, it, to every, me. I'm reading Billy D. and I know there's people you did do, there right? have been people Billy that are Star Wars fans that definitely we've had discussions in the store that said I didn't feel like it to me yeah I didn't like it mm-hmm. that's fine it's well, fine well again it's just wrong it's <laughs> the big thing is that is that these are all canon now and they're they're doing some things in the comics, which I think is very uh, courageous of them to do. And as an example, just going back to Star Wars, yeah. the first the first time that Darth Vader finds out that Luke Skywalker, you know, that he has a son and his name's yeah. Luke Skywalker, is in the Marvel comic book. That is correct. People say, well. You know, when you watch Empire Strikes Back, he knows that he has a son, and he's going looking for him. Well, where does that happen? It wasn't in a movie. It was not in a TV show. It was in issue six of the Star Wars comic from Marvel. Right. And some people have a problem with that because they're going so much. They're not afraid. 
these are not just stories where Han and Luke and Leia go and save somebody on a planet and they're done. Right. Oh, look, that has nothing to do with the universe. You're never going to hear about this again. It doesn't matter. No. Th- the reason why they talk about this in a later movie happened in this comic book. Yeah. That's... For instance, for those of you that may not know why C-3PO has a red arm. <laughs> yep. That would be in a comic book. That's in a comic book. It tells you why. C-3PO one shot. It's the one shot C-3PO. <laughs> yeah. So so if you are somebody who, who really is tied in with the movies to the point of like, don't mess with them, don't even talk about right. offshooting this at all, then maybe the comics, they'll bug you. Which we have met fans that go, you know, I don't like that they're doing this. But I think it's really... If, if the stories are good and they're connecting it well... Right then great. Right. And I, like I said, it kind of gives like a parenting figure over the creative license that yep. is the comic book. Yep. yep. So. Exactly. So now I really want to get into, speaking of understanding the characters, Yeah. Darth freaking Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. Which is... We've talked about Darth Vader enough on this podcast yes. so you guys should know that this is a must read. It is, yeah. Uh, not just for, Not just for... It's 25 issues complete. Not just for... If you hate Star Wars, you can read this comic, and I think you might actually be like, you know what? Not so bad. It's really good. It's really good. 25 issues. I believe. Yeah, well, Vader down. You got to read, read Vader down. down. Oh, yeah. Vader so that's down a little well. bit more. Yeah, right. that's but. a couple more. But, yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, Jeff Lemire when said he's that. on that planet. Uh, <laughs> Invader down. Uh, Jeff well, Lemire. Like, coming at him. He's, yeah, he's like. He, he does uh, the whole. Oh, so I'm not good. stuck here with you. You're, You're stuck, stuck here, here with, with me. me. So good. <laughs> Jeff Lemire, uh, for his Thanos run, mm-hmm. said that he looked to Darth Vader to figure out how to write a monthly ongoing villain book. That's how much. <laughs> right. And he didn't write uh, uh, Darth Vader. Darth Vader was written by Karen Gillian. Oh. So he read that book and said, this is the way to write a monthly villain book. Yeah, and Karen Gillian nailed it. It's great. Just nailed it. And yep. he, on the sidebar of that... Well, it's he, how everything wraps around, too, to finish the story. Right. but And that's what I'm saying. On the sidebar, just thrown in there... Is I mean, the I have to brilliant go back and... edition of Dr. Aphra. Oh, yeah. And the two droids. And the yeah, yep. triple zero and... BT. BT, that's right. Yeah. Like, that's just added. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a, a tossed in there. Yep. And fleshed out characters. Oh, yeah. Uh, complete addition to what I could see again in the films. Mm-hmm. I, I want Dr. Afra and the two droids to be in something someday. Do oh, not, God. please do not, do <laughs> not. so good. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't play with me here, and please put them in something. But these are, these are, these are really great characters, and they, mm-hmm. they drive that home. And again, I think that the other thing that we were talking about, Darth Vader, with as, with as much praise as we give it, you would think, gotta go to issue 150, right? Gotta. No, no, it's he, done. He, he basically said, down. "This is the story well, I wanted to tell. I'm done." And, and that's why. And that's another reason. That's another way that you could tell that Marvel and the creators are putting real heart and care into this uh-huh. because they're not just going out to get your money. Well, that no. and the fans will lynch them. Well, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But <laughs> no, but, fans are real. No, but you're right. It's a real thing. You're right. When 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 we started getting closer to 25, and they said, "Hey, by the way, just so you know, 25 is it." I, I, we all were like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, are you like, kidding? Because I thought for sure that from now until the end of whatever Marvel <laughs> whenever does, there would be a Darth it, Vader yeah. title. Correct. For sure. And 
there's not one now. <laughs> Especially with the strength. Uh, yeah. There's, I've never seen a company just say like, this is. It was hot, so hot around 24, and just next one's done. You're done. Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yep. It's, but that again. So again, these these are things that I think the Marvel's doing well with this comic book and mm-hmm. why it's working. Because mm-hmm. how many comics do you think a C3PO character needs? One. One. Good. You get your one shot, you're out yep. of the way. Yep. Good story, solid yep. story. Yep. Totally C three PO. Yep. I mean, there are there are some that you're gonna be like, okay, that was all right, but their worst is all right, which is fantastic. Yeah. They only go up from there. Oh yeah. And again, every everything seems like it's with heart. The new Darth Maul seems like it's going to be amazing. Yep. Again, I'm on board with anything. Shattered Empires, which we kind of mowed over, is a really cool Force Humanic series that tied in before The Force Awakens. Of the Force Awakens. Just a yep. little sprinkle of... Yeah, Poe Dameron po- that's out po- right now. Um, that book, you know, a lot of people say, oh, why should I read the Poe Dameron book? Right. Well, that is going to tell you... That's going to be your place so that you get little hints about what happened before The Force Awakens. Correct. Because between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, you have Shattered Empire that talks a little bit about it. And then Poe Dameron is tying in the the older movies and The Force Awakens are doing that. Right. So And and it gives you in the Shattered Empire it gives you a little Poe Dameron's origins yep. and yep. maybe a connection between Luke. Just yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just yeah. So uh, real quick, favorite title outside of Darth Vader, because obviously That's outside of Darth Vader. And I'll Vader. say outside of Darth Maul because it just started. Sure. So give the people one that you may is not it a think. Marvel? Let's do. Let's stick with Marvel for now, even though I know that there's fantastic Dark Horse stuff to go with. Your so, face. Let me see. Well, Marvel did not produce my face. <laughs> that was my mother. That's so funny. Man, she did bad. Um, oh, no, she did great. Well, I mean, I will. I already, you know, it's cop out, but I think that cop out. That's fine. I think that Lando was Lando one was of the good. best that they brought out. Uh, the way that it ties in with. Like I said, it's not just Lando. And when you say it's just a Lando book, you go, oh, well, it's just going to be him on Cloud City or whatever. No. no. It's about him back at his stealing... Being freaking Lando, man. Yes, yes. He's stealing, and he finds out... This, this is not a spoiler. This is kind of the hook of the first issue. That he is stolen from the Emperor. Right. And he's found out where the Emperor keeps all his treasures. Right. So that means that there's a lot of dark lord sith history and they delve into that in that book so if you like the dark side you like the darth vaders the darth mauls and you're interested in that side that's where they delve into it and then some of that stuff showed up in the rebels tv show Uh so that five issue miniseries i think is very strong a lot of fun uh Uh, i think that's up there if you're going to talk about the star wars smuggler that steals the emperor's ship yeah. The only person smooth enough to get out of that is Billy, Billy Damn D. Williams. That's right. All Drink, I'm saying. Drinking a Colt 45. That's right. 45. <laughs> Sean, what so, about you? Just the regular Star Wars title. Yeah. That's a great one. I just good. go with that you one. You need to be on it. Like, it's, yeah. If there's one comic you should read, it's probably that, because that's still going to go on and yep. and they throws do, a taste of everything they do in different. There. They do different arcs. Mm-hmm. Right now they're doing a Yoda arc. Uh-huh. Come on. Come on. Get mad. Yoda. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there because I know you naysayers want to argue with me. Come at me. It's Han Solo. Oh, yes. Great. That was <laughs> Pick awesome. Pick up Han Solo. It's a great story. About, it was great. It, it just... Who's it about? It, it's about Han Solo. Oh, okay. He, okay, so you may not know. It's the guy that died. <laughs> so it's a, 
That one was good. It is a good yeah. comic, and I think it does uh, really tap into who Han Solo is and the conflict between being a person that looks out for himself and someone that has betrayed so many people and now finding himself on the right side and yep. wanting and wanting to figure out the line between doing the right thing and taking care of himself mm-hmm. which is what Han Solo is and it's fantastic and I a uh, little hint here I guess I'm gonna guess that it's a little bit of that flavor is gonna be in the Han Solo movie I'm guessing yeah, yeah, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you have it that is Star you Wars. need to be reading these Star Wars comics if you <laughs> like Star Knights Wars of the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah Knights yeah. of the Old Republic Really no, good but, <laughs> but if, if you like Star Wars, if you're a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. you got to be picking these up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the people who've come in and go, oh, I like Star Wars, I'm going to try this Darth Maul because it's cool because it's customers Darth Maul. Customers, that's all they buy. Yeah. Yeah. And They're people I've never seen before, and they just come in once a month and pick up some Star Wars stuff, and that's yeah. what they buy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. Um, it's, and I'm it, like, that there's a happy comic reader. Yep. It, it, it is that good. It's, it's all been consistently good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it fluctuates from, you know, amazing to good. But it's never, so far, yeah. been terrible. Like, oh, I wasted my money on this. Yeah. So you got to be reading this if you like Star Wars. I agree. And hopefully this helped you understand that these have been out for a while, so you want to get on board. I'm not going to say that Marvel's going to keep it contents like this. I feel like it will eventually sprawl out to Probably. uncontrollable. So getting on this bandwagon early will help you. No, actually, I think it seems like they have a model with where they're with keeping the it. Stopping it, yeah. No, they're keeping it very limited to what they're putting out, so you can get it all. Yeah. I really do think they're well, actually yeah. doing uh, that. There's model. only they're there's not only, going crazy there's, there's only three ongoing books. Yeah. Correct. Star Wars, Poe Dameron, and Doctor Aphra. Which I think is the most that there's been at any one time. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, dropped down it to just to Star, Wars, Star Wars, and then it's gone to Star Wars and some miniseries. Yep. And right. then for a while it was Star Wars, some miniseries Invader, and yep. it dropped down to nothing or right. just Star Wars. Just Star and Wars. then, yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. So it's all available in trades. It's all available in hardcovers. They do some beautiful omnibuses. And I'm a little jealous of a person that hasn't read Darth Vader and gets to read it all in trades. <laughs> the whole thing. I think that that would be fantastic. They're going to be curious about rereading the entire thing. Yeah. Just to see if there was any plot lines that just got left in the wind. Could have been. But yeah. I, fa- I can't think of one. I, I was I when we were either. talking about it. I seriously couldn't think of one. My guess is probably not. But because <laughs> <laughs> Cara Gillian is uh, especially when really we went right. to like. Into Darth Vader. Well, there was certain Vader things now. I was like, sure. why are they showing these characters? They're not here. And then, like, it took a while for them to show back uh-huh. up, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. The, the, uh, the final confrontation between Darth Vader and Dr. Aphra will make you shed a tear <laughs> yep. with happiness. Oh, yeah. If you're a Darth Vader fan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guarantee you. Yep. All right. That's it for today. We're yes. going to get back and get these sickies in bed so they don't infect me. Absolutely. I will Popping survive. Your mouth. I will survive. And until next time, we'll see you then. Talk to you later. Peace. Superhero, even if I tumble, fall. I'm a 